Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. Did you ever think we'd be living in an age where laws are but mere suggestions? Borders are about as ironclad as if I'm actually trying to color within the lines. I mean, maybe in theory I stick within them, but you know what? It doesn't really work out that well. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, called the border crossings that we're seeing, thousands upon thousands of them, illegally by the way, into Quebec, into Manitoba, other parts of the country as well. He called them irregular border crossings. We're going to play a clip of that very shortly, but irregular border crossings. So we're not even calling them illegal border crossings since Canada Day. So in one month and 19 days, 7,000 migrants have walked into Quebec alone. We've had thousands upon thousands of people that have been crossing the border from the U.S. to seek asylum since January 1st, since New Year's Day. And many of these people, where they're supposed to be assessed within 72 hours, are actually being given a date a month or two months down the road to come back and go through all the screening because they're such a bottleneck. We've had to call in the military. They've had to turn Olympic housing, or they've had to turn Olympic venues into housing. All of this taking place, and Justin Trudeau has been conspicuously silent on much of it. I want to welcome into the show Michelle Rempel, the conservative immigration critic to The Roy Green Show with guest host Andrew Lawton across Canada on this great Sunday of ours. Michelle, it's good to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. Thanks for having me. So this is really, really problematic. I mean, I I think that when we look at immigration into the country, we look at it as being a thing that is used for people to get a a great safety zone if they're coming from a a war-torn region for people that are seeking better economic prospects. They can come to Canada. There's a process here, and I've not seen anything in the last few weeks with all of these stories that suggest that process is actually being followed now. That's right. Um what we've seen since January is an increase, as you've noted, of people entering the country illegally. And I think a lot of that was precipitated by the fact that after the Americans put in place their executive order around immigration, the prime minister tweeted out hashtag welcome to Canada. And since then, our policies have been all over the map. Uh, you know, to date, the prime minister has not come out and said, this is illegal, this is unsafe, do not do this. If you do this, you will be intercepted by the RCMP, you'll be processed quickly, and if your claim is not found to be valid, you will be returned to your country of origin. And he hasn't done that for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, he hasn't appointed a lot of judges and different resources to the board, the Immigration Refugee Board, that makes those determinations. So we're forecasting an 11-year wait 
for those claims to be processed. So, you know, of course there's incentive for people to illegally cross the border. So the Prime Minister needs to fix this mess. This is uh, solely of his own creation. It is unacceptable for the government's response to be, let's build refugee camps on the Canadian-American border. He needs to make sure that these uh, people are being intercepted, that they are being processed quickly, and that many, actually a large portion of these people, their claim will not be valid because they're coming from the United States and the Trudeau government has upheld the safe third country agreement. They just can't dance around this anymore because it's going to become increasingly more um, prominent in terms of the amount of people that are crossing the border. You said in a tweet yesterday that there's an immigration refugee board forecast of an 11-year backlog, as it is. That's right. So reports about two months ago came out that showed that between the backlog, or sorry, between the lack of resources that the Immigration and Refugee Board has sort of been squished under the Trudeau government, and then this massive spike of people crossing the border illegally, we're seeing a huge backlog. So to your point at the start of, you know, the the show, um, we want to make sure that Canada's asylum claim system is working so that the world's most vulnerable, uh, those with legitimate claims, are being processed quickly and they're being, uh, you know, brought into Canada to have a successful experience. This is not the case. Everybody, this is not compassionate. This system used to work well under our government, and in the last two years, we've just seen this completely fall to shambles. The 11-year wait time is particularly bad because Prime Minister isn't talking about the fact that this particular decision is going to have an impact on social assistance payments, the social assistance programs in the provinces. Uh, many times when people are crossing the border and making asylum claims, they're, um, you know, they're in a position where they need to draw on social assistance programs, welfare, um, you know, subsidized housing. There's no budget to deal with that. And can you imagine if we, you know, hit that forecast 11-year wait time, uh, the cost to the provinces and the taxpayer on that? And my worry is, as somebody who wants to see the asylum claim system work well, because we are a compassionate country, what does that do to the rest of the country? We're going to have this super polarized debate, uh, you know, then it's going to be finger pointing where, you know, Trudeau needs to come out right now and start acting like a prime minister, and he hasn't done that yet, and it's very disappointing. It helps nobody. When we look at the Quebec migrants in particular, a lot of them are coming from Haiti, going to Quebec because of the language, uh, the shared language, obviously. And and for the Haitians, we're not talking about people who are fleeing a war-torn region. We're talking about people that are or have fled to the U.S., a, a region that was ravaged by disaster, and there was always supposed to be an expiration date on that. It's been bumped back a bit, but now that is going to be January 1st, 2018. So uh, thousands and thousands of Haitians in the U.S. will be facing potential deportation back to the United States. Do you think that is a legitimate claim for asylum in Canada, that these people have been in the U.S. for a period of time, their country has been rebuilt to some extent? I mean, it's Haiti, and there's an unfortunate reality that Haiti, even a rebuild Haiti, is still uh, certainly subpar to Canada's standards. But do you think that's a legitimate claim? So there's a reason why we have the Immigration uh, and Refugee Board. It's so that these decisions don't become politicized. The IRB, in concert with officials at the Department of Immigration, uh, Refugees and Citizenship Canada, they apply a set of criteria to whether or not blanket amnesties for deportation, as the Haitian community saw between 2004 and 2010, when that should be lifted. It was under the Trudeau government many, many months ago that that 
blanket amnesty that you're talking about. It was put in place after the earthquake and then extended after yep. there was severe political unrest. That's actually lifted. So what you're talking about, the situation that's happening in the United States right now, in a lot of ways, the Trump administration is following Justin Trudeau's lead on that. So what's happening is, you know, I think because Justin Trudeau's tweets, a lot of the people in the Haitian community think in, in the United States think that if they come illegally cross the border, which is unsafe, right, for them, uh, that their claims will be accepted. And that's not the case. So, you know, Justin Trudeau needs to himself come out and put a statement out and say, this uh, amnesty has expired. Um, if you come to Canada in this way, you're risking yourself. And it's highly, it's it virtually, it, 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 it's virtually a certainty that your asylum claim will not be uh, found valid. So I just find it's very irresponsible. You know, he's sort of giving a wink and a nod to all of these people for some unknown reason, um, but he's giving them false hope. And in giving them false hope, he's also backlogging a system that once worked. Uh, he's costing the uh, Canadian taxpayer hundreds of billions of dollars. And it's just, it's, it's insanity. Like, I mean, you know, I'm sorry to be so passionate about this, but I, I, I just, I, we have been talking about this for months. Mm-hmm. And the response to the gover- that the government has made to this after saying we're monitoring the situation, nothing to see here, folks, they built, they built a refugee camp. Like, this is, they're building a shanty town on the U.S.-Canada border. And that's, that's crazy. That's ludicrous. And the Prime Minister needs to be held to account. I don't care how you voted. This is something that every Canadian of all political stripes should be saying. This isn't compassionate. This is just, this is garbage. This is poor management. And it's putting people's lives at risk. But even if all of these people were crossing at legal border crossings, they were going through the process that's supposed to happen rather than just having this, you know, polite discouragement from the government. You know, we'd prefer if you come at a border crossing, but if not, well, you know what, all's well that ends well. If you were the immigration minister right now, would you want to see a system in place where these people actually get status in Canada? Or do you think the claim is such that if they are facing deportation back to Haiti, that is the proper course of action. Because ultimately, no matter how these people seek asylum status, we're going to get to that point where we have to decide, should they stay or should they go? If you were the minister, I know it's a challenging question, but what would you think is the proper course of action? If I was the minister of immigration right now, I would walk into Trudeau's office and I would not leave until he had, and I would watch him do this, go on national TV and tweet and say the following. Canada has an open and welcoming asylum claim system. However, you are not welcome to enter the country through illegal means. If you do that, you will be intercepted and arrested by the RCMP. I've resourced up the IRB so that your, your claim would be processed in days, not 11 years. And many of your claims will not be found valid. After it's not found valid, you will be returned to your country of origin. It is highly unlikely that your claim will be found valid if you're entering from the United States because we are upholding the safe third country agreement. Do not do this. Like, Justin Trudeau needs to be a leader on this. Like, he's sending out Mark Garneau. He's sending out the Canadian military to build tent cities. And this is a message of his own doing. Where is Justin Trudeau on this? He's completely abdicated his responsibility in this situation. And I think that if he came out, like, like, think about this. If you're a Haitian in the United States right now and you're in that community, it's like, don't worry, Justin Trudeau's got our back. It's politically... Well, and, and they're obviously mobilizing. You know? When thousands and thousands are going to the same border crossings, this is not just a bunch of people reaching the same conclusion. This is a, a very orchestrated and concerted yes, effort. Absolutely. And that's where the prime minister needs to take the bull by the horns on this. You know what they've, they've issued so far in response to eight months of pressure from the entire Canadian public? What, what they've issued is eight small flowchart 
by the department, which is in like two-point illegible font in mealy mouth words. Justin Trudeau needs to come out and say, do not enter the country illegally. I am going to enforce the rules that were already in place. We're an open and welcoming country, but you have to come in through the rules and you have to come in in a way that the system is respected. And then Justin Trudeau himself has to respect these rules. It is completely preposterous to argue that people are fleeing persecution from the United States of America. It is one of the most stable democracies in the world and is completely preposterous for the, the, the response to this situation to be building a tent city. That is crazy. That is the most ludicrous thing I can like that would never have mm-hmm. crossed the mind of any conservative cabinet minister. I, I, I can't even imagine the response my former boss would have given to me if I was immigration minister and decided to open a refugee camp on the US Canada border because it's putting people's lives at risk. What happens in the winter? That's only a couple of months away. This is just bananas. And you know, if Justin Trudeau or his staff are listening today, you know, I'm pointing the finger at them. You know, they're sitting in the PMO they're thinking that this is some sort of game. It's not. They need to fix this. This is serious. People's lives are at risk, and I, I hope Canadians hold them to account on this. Conservative immigration critic Michelle Rempel joining me on the line. She didn't even bring me a flowchart, although I saw your revised version <laughs> on your Twitter feed. Uh, Michelle, great talking to you again. Thanks so much for your time today. Thanks. All right, all the best to you. We've got to take a break here. I want to take your calls on the other side of it, though. My number is 1-800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. I'm Andrew Lawton in for Roy on The Roy Green Show here on the Chorus Radio Network.